Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. 20 past 8 and time to talk to National Under-23 coach David Notwane. Stay tuned because uh, on the show here on the home straight where we give you the message of the transformative power of sport, we also like to go down memory lane with those who've changed the world and changed their lives using sports. Penny Haynes coming up in a short while. Now this man, David Notwane, who joins us in studio, what is happening now in terms of football development in South Africa in terms of this idea of continuity between the teams and in general the technical master plan he spoke about many years before it came to pass just like the late Ted Dumitru whom we used to speak to before would speak about the special player and we'll go through specifically some of the points he mentioned then that are slowly starting to happen now especially in the under 20s the under 17s and the under 23s but I wonder if he remembers this moment when we interviewed him back then, I think it must be four or five years ago. I quickly put it forward to the players with the technical team, of course, that uh, look, they think they are playing uh, with reinforced defense, very dis- disciplined in defense, they have numbers behind the ball. Uh, but in terms of the technique and the speed, we superior to them. Mm. So we will always look to take the, the game to them, use our skill and technique uh, along with our tactical organization and ability. David Notwani, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Home Straight. Do you remember that clip? Um, and uh, do you remember what you were talking about on that day? Uh, thanks uh, again for having me on your show. And uh, good evening to the listeners of the show. Uh, good to be at KFM. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the interview was post uh, our success in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, what was Russia? What was happening in Russia? <laughs> yeah, we went to the Commonwealth Cup uh, of Nations in Russia uh, where we came out, out successfully, you know, with the under-20 team in preparation for AFCON at the time. And, uh, you know, having taken uh, temporary duties uh, over Coach uh, Tavosinong, who was uh, with Bafana at the time in Equatorial Guinea, uh, it was first-time experience, of course, uh, leading the team uh, after you know a short preparation like the last time and uh, for me it was a journey of discovery you know um, uh, to take our young talented uh, players uh, to see them pitted against uh, uh, some of the most established uh, teams uh, that side Russia at the time you know uh, was a very strong nation in the tournament that we played and to see how uh, the technique, uh, especially the technical speed of our boys, was actually, for me, a, a determining factor in the tournament, and mm-hmm. we, we use it to uh, our benefit. Hence, we came forth uh, successfully from the tournament. You, you won know? the tournament. We won the tournament, yes, because tactically, then uh, we, we could see after the first day of the tournament. I was with Coach Wendell. I remember very well as my assistant slash goalkeeper coach. So we knew that uh, European teams tactically will be very disciplined, but we could see that, uh, uh, yes, technically they were sound, but we were superior, you know, and uh, we focused on maintaining good uh, tactical, you know, uh, plan in terms of the game, uh, 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 but then used our, uh, you know, technical speed, individual speed, creativity, uh, the athleticism of African players, you know, uh, that is often spoken about to 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 determine the course of the tournament yeah. against Russia, especially in the quarterfinals. A cold match, 
yeah. a cold, cold day, if I remember correctly, and yes. you guys came out victorious. And after that, you then went on to coach the Mamelodi Sundowns MDC side. You did so with distinction, winning the title in 2017. And uh, recently, um, just over a month ago, you were then appointed by SAFA to lead the under-23s in the bid to qualify for Tokyo 2020. Let's talk about some of the players that you dealt with back in, in that period uh, of Amachita 2015. Oburi Mudiba, he's with Bafana Bafana now. Dumsani Zuma, he's of course uh, gone on to greater heights at Kaiser Chiefs. We've got uh, Mucheka Madisha. Uh, we need to, we need not mention him. He's had a Bafana call up. He's with Mamelodi Sundowns. Mornay Nell of Super Sports United, and those just are uh, just a few of the names. The question then is that: Does your philosophy remain the same? So what you were talking about in 2015 in that clip is that the way you are still approaching? football with your under 23s yeah look uh, if you look at the uh, the safa you know uh, vision 2022 uh, the technical master plan from a technical point of uh, uh, the pillars uh, you you realize that uh, there are three key components that at the moment uh, uh, are of significance in terms of uh, uh, the national evolution of the national teams. One, uh, you're talking of the Ubuntu, which is the collective. Which is the uh, defense, essentially? Uh, well, it's basically talking of the team working as a collective, mm -hmm. you know, which is something that is in us, you know, as Africans, you know, Ubuntu, uh, if you really break it down, it's about, you know, criminal living, it's about sharing, it's about doing things together, it's about looking out for each other, you know, uh, uh, yeah, talking in the previous state of the country and in, in the new South Africa, you know, Ubuntu is what defines us being there for each other. So from a football perspective, it talks about being able to function together within the tactical collective and organization and preparation of the team. And then we then talk of Zamaya, you know, and midfield. Yeah, the Zamaya aspect is actually what we use very efficiently in Russia, where we recognize the individual elements of the players within the collective of Ubuntu, you know, where players with special qualities, ability to dribble, ability to uh, uh, score goals, you know, uh, ability to do things that uh, uh, are never seen in this world of football, you know, uh, they have to be accommodated within the collective. And of course, uh, the third most important pillar is the Pagati, the scoring element. The strikers. Yes. So, which is an area we need to improve uh, as a country. So I think the two key element, you know, Ubuntu and uh, uh, Zamaya. Uh, we have a lot of that in abundance. We are improving at the moment as a country in terms of playing as a collective because of uh, the global influence of football, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we are still on track. Uh, I think what is nice now is uh, with the current uh, vision, uh, we've been able to package, you know, um, uh, all these elements that are clear uh, as a guideline for the coaches in the country to follow, you know, and one would wish that the countries, especially the bottom uh, uh, levels, you know, grassroots, uh, coming into youth football and then... We'll you know, read that document. Yes, and understand and really grasp it. And yeah. uh, Because at the end of the day, you know, Coach Shakes often said, when you come to the national team, there's no time to teach players uh, the basics of the game. The fundamentals should be in place. So I really hope that, uh, and we're trying our best, obviously, with the Vision 2022 components to mm -hmm. make sure that within the education of coaches within SAFA, these elements are emphasized in the D licenses, the C licenses and so forth.
It's the home of the Afropolitan, Kaya FM 95.9. You're tuned in to the home straight where we admit, administer the transformative power of sport. And we're talking to David Notwane, the under-23 coach. And, uh, of course, he played for the people's team. That's where we remember him, Santos, for many, many years and uh, is uh, coaching with distinction. You speak about those three elements that are in Vision 2022 in the SAFA Technical Master Plan. I remember uh, spending some time with Neil Tovey interviewing him speaking about this uh, this on this very feature the one thing the one element as you've mentioned where we need to improve is the pagati is putting the ball in the back of the net you have just completed a 6-1 aggregate victory over angola tell us what we can learn from that um to that we can transfer to other national teams uh, to the psl to whatever what can we learn from that yeah look uh what we did first was uh, to look at uh, the players that were available, you know, and uh, there was a lot of experience, as you mentioned, within the team in terms of players that have graduated through the the, 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 the talent pipeline of the national You're team. You're talking about the Lyle Fosters yes. and others. Yes, you know, under 17, coming to under 20, you know. So when we compiled the team, then uh, we looked at the challenge in front of us, Angola, you know, what is their makeup, style of play. Uh, we didn't really have much information, you know, but we had little idea looking at the under-20 Kosafa tournament recently. And it was the same coach who was taking over the under-23. So looking into that game, one could study, uh, you know, the style of play. And they've changed, you know, highly technical team, play possession football, no more the physical kick, mm, you know, mm, jump. Mm, mm. Cross so, into the box, yeah. like used to travel Bafana Bafana. Yeah, also emotionally we saw a team that is influenced from a coaching philosophy, very calm, you know, controlled. So that gave us insight into what to expect, you know. So playing away, of course, favored us because then uh, naturally when you play away, you cautious, you know, you have to be tactically disciplined defensively to ensure that uh, you don't concede uh, a lot of goals if you're going to concede, of course. And then we looked at the elements of, you know, Pagamani Mathambi, speed, you know, like foster strength, prowess, ability to score, ability to hold the ball. And then you look at uh, uh, Luther Singh as well, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Uh, very creative player, unpredictable, creative in opening defenses, good shot at goal. So, you know, and the elements that I mentioned uh, uh, in terms of the three pillars, these players demonstrate that, you know. So collectively, we came with a game plan and we use the individual creativity, especially of the three players that I've mentioned, you know, because then we had to play on transition. And we're able to, you know, uh, take the game to... Uh, uh, Angola, while we were cautious not to open ourselves for them to come in and score a goal or two, and I think we executed the game plan uh, very, very efficiently. So essentially what you're talking about, as you mentioned those three players, you're talking a lot about uh, maturity, but you're also talking about putting the player at the center of the plan. And uh, I think it's what it's been called these days, uh, the, the player-centric approach to yeah. coaching. Rather than having your matrix and saying, I don't care who plays, this is how we're going to scope and donor the opposition. But saying, okay, what have I got at my disposal? And how can I apply this to get the desired result? Um, this is something that we've even heard someone like uh, Rulani Mukwena talking a lot about, um, uh, even post his Mamelodi Sundowns days. But, 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 but 
it seems to be a growing uh, school of thought in South African uh, football coaching. Yeah, look, uh, truth be spoken, you know, football is evolving every day, you know, and uh, the World Cup also informs the trends in terms of what coaches are doing globally. Uh, so the modern day coach is very much a player centered coach. Uh, players are no more, you know, looked at as uh, uh, pawns that are there to be told. Hey, you know, you're you gonna do A, B, C, D, and that's that. You know, players of today need to be challenged. They also, you also need obviously the buy in, whatever game plan that you put in place, that the players buy into it and can see that also the plan. Uh, uh, also accommodates uh, what they are about because at the end of the day, it's them that play the game, they want to have fun, they want to enjoy the game. But within the scope of uh, the tactical discipline and preparation in terms of strategy of the team, you know, so sometimes it's difficult to find that balance. Uh, there are times when you have to be really hard and demanding in terms of uh, the team strategy. And there are times when you find the flexibility to allow uh, players to to kind of the player, you know, individual elements to come through naturally. Because sometimes mm-hmm. uh, in a game, players just pop up and come up with, you know, elements that on the day you don't even think they are capable of bringing inside the game, you know. And I think uh, that's the modern day uh, coach who's more player centered, but the players have to function within the collective Ubuntu that I mentioned that the team strategy always overrides the individual desires of a player. And at the end of the day, I think the balance is what will produce exciting football that we see exactly. in the Champions Leagues of this world, you know. Exactly. And in particular, in the final third of the game, that player-centric approach seems to be uh, uh, um, um, much more um, emphasized because that final third is where you need that creativity. So there, we won't be as strict as we will be in defense, but uh, in that final third, we'll say, hey, Messi, just do your thing. Just do your thing. And if you get an opportunity, score a goal. Hey, Mo Salah, like we saw yesterday, uh, Liverpool uh, beating uh, Chelsea by two goals to nil. What a fantastic goal from Salah. And yeah. and others that we've seen here. We just have to use Mamrudi Sundowns as an example with the freedom that Temba Zwane has been given, especially in the final third. And and as we talk about that, David Natwani, of course, joining us here on the home straight, talking football in our football development segment, talking specifically about the player-centric approach. How then, how important is it for some of the players from the under-23s, given that player-centric approach, to be selected by Coach Stuart Baxter to be part of that AFCON team? And I, I say this because three weeks ago, we were joined in the studio by Spusiso Zuma Ri, and he spoke about how they took over from the class of 96. And uh, uh, Coach Todd Moloto at the time would bring them along and even if they didn't play, they would sit on the bench, they would travel, they would experience the conditions, especially on the continent. Is it important for some of your players that will be going to that under-23 AFCON, assuming you can get past Zimbabwe, um, to be part of the team that will go to Egypt? Yeah, look, uh, first, the, the, the point of departure is uh, uh, it depends on what's the long-term plan, you know, um, within the national teams themselves. And if you look at Vision 2022, Qatar is the main target. Yes. We are three years away, you know, and um, uh, perhaps this would also make people understand when Uusis Riyale Dwawa in the interview they had uh, in Welcoming Bafana, 
indicated that I was uh, there. Yeah, the mandate is open. You know, and and maybe people misunderstood that. Uh, uh, is to understand that uh, that creates a window of opportunity for the coach to be able to look at come 2022, who are the players that are coming through and who are the players currently that are relevant uh, uh, in terms of the project then, you know. So from that sense, then this generation of players, you know, in three years' time, a lot of them will be about 24, 25 and they'll be entering their peak maturity at international level exactly. to start to knock on winning things, you know. So, but I've said to them that uh, it's very important that uh, they raise their hands through their performances. It's very important that they raise their hands through achieving, you know, the Olympic dream that at the moment we are having, but we have to go through first to AFCON. And uh, by so doing, you know, uh, they'll be giving Coach Stuart Baxter a good headache in terms of his selection. So, yes, of course, it's important that uh, a few of them hopefully get, you know, to be integrated to experience AFCON. Uh, but that's up to the coach and the mandate. And in terms of where, where we are, you know, if you look at the group that we have now at the moment, tough group. You think uh, so? Yeah, look, uh, we have to be honest. Ivory Coast is no pushover. But they're not the same Ivory Coast they were maybe six years ago? Yeah, certainly, definitely. Uh, but we don't know what surprise they might bring. Uh-huh. You know, in, they are probably also evolving like us, you know, uh-huh. in developing a new generation of players. Morocco as well, I think, are going through the same phase. So it becomes but, very difficult to judge. Though I think we can negotiate the group with uh-huh. the quality of players and the talent we have. But at the end of the day, it's down to the experience, you know, uh, at that level of the team that we have. And a lot of the players we have now will be experiencing AFCON most of them probably for the first time, yes. I think. So that also becomes a factor you have to put in mind, you know. So players like the Womukwen have already touched, you know, Bafana already knocked on Coach Stewart's door. Pagamani Matlambi is also close by. Luther Singh as we, well. We need Luther Singh then to raise their hands and maybe, you know, two, three more, you know. But uh, you can't just put players there because, you know, uh, uh, it's AFCON and you want to put young players. They also have to show that they, they, they are maturing, they have to show that uh, uh, they are raising their competitive edge up to the level of AFCON, you know, young as they are. And the challenge for our, one, for our young players really is that uh, at 18, 19, we still say players are developing, but the global football is saying at 18, the player is completely developed and just uh, should be ready to compete at higher levels of, of, of football, which is national team, international, Champions League, and so forth. And Kylian Mbappe is an excellent example of that. As we wrap things up then, uh, uh, David Notwane, you've mentioned a lot uh, about AFCON. So it is the, the, uh, the most pressing and the next hurdle. Are you confident of getting past Zimbabwe? Yeah, look, uh, that's our immediate goal. Uh, we've gone past uh, Angola, you know. Uh, with with aplomb, with confidence. Yeah, with uh, aplomb, of course, we've shown, I think, uh, what this team is capable of. And that was one of the key outputs from this game because we had to measure in terms of the talented players we have and where they can take us, you know. So I'm, I'm confident that uh, we have enough talent, uh, we have enough ability. I think we'll show enough desire and a winning attitude and mentality to go through... Uh, Zimbabwe, it's not going to be easy though because we're playing first home. So we have to do our job at home and then go to Zimbabwe and finish it off. But we have to be prepared for any situation that comes out. You know, sometimes you start at home 
and things don't go your way and then yeah, sometimes and it's easier to play away you know uh, luckily i'm winning in, in a champions league uh, winning environment you know in terms of Masandawana. so one learns a lot you know being involved with coach pizzo and his technical staff on the different approaches so you also draw inspiration you know from those experiences that they come back with you saw the gutsy performance they put up beautiful even in, just in, on saturday night yeah, yes, yeah even though they lost but mm. that that's that's continental football that's international football you know so for us yes uh, we look forward to uh, taking the task you know to zimbabwe and go through to afcon and i think once we reach that level uh we know then we two hurdles away from the Olympics, which is our primary objective, you know. So at the moment, our secondary objective is to get through to AFCON and our primary objective is to go to the Olympics. Our immediate objective is to beat Zimbabwe. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. And we'll leave it on that wonderful note. David Notwani, thank you so much for joining us in studio. This has been an education. This is what we need, you know. Educated coaches educating us so that we stop this thing of saying the change and just, you know, <laughs> let us think deeply about, about the game, especially if our national teams are to prosper. Uh, and I know you also, like many of us, were inspired by Tiger Woods' victory this weekend, eh? Ah, uh, certainly, certainly. Uh, historic moment. Uh, you know, very interesting. I think also uh, the project that uh, is in Tadimulif, I think. Yes, Ojimulife. Ojimulife uh, of, you know, giving opportunities to young black uh, uh, golfers, potential golfers out there. Fantastic. I think that's what it's about, you know, opportunities. And uh, when we get opportunities, it's what we do with them. You know, mm. we see Tiger Woods. He's an inspiration for African-Americans worldwide. You know, in terms of the successes, he's waste, he waited now 11 years. Can you believe it? So it also shows that with patience and good preparation, success will follow. That's my mantra. And uh, let me take this opportunity again to wish Bafana Bafana all the best at AFCON. And of course, wish Masanda Wana, Coach Pizzo, his technical team, uh, success in the semifinals of the Champions League. And uh, let them continue to fly our flag high. And uh, I'm confident that Bafana will do us proud uh, at AFCON as well. Yeah, and of course, not forgetting Amajida. Sorry, yes, uh, yes, Kavo, uh, going to the World Cup under 20. Uh, impressive, two successive World Cups. So, we say bravo, bravo, Coach Des Ellis. Also, Banyana Banyana, best wishes uh, for the Women's World Cup. So, we are in a good space, it's a good vibe in the country. Let's hope that uh, uh, we bring some silverware back and celebrations at the airport. Doesn't matter if it's four, we are happy, if it's one, we are still happy. Exactly. And he's right about patience, which is exactly why we started this feature in the first place. And it will continue ad infinitum. Let's get down to the to the nitty gritty of the matter and stop just following the result. David Notwani, thank you so much for your words of education tonight. And we look forward to having you soon. Uh, maybe just before you go to the AFCON uh, and we will accompany you hopefully to Zimbabwe for that uh, important match. Thanks, my brother. And thanks for the opportunity. And... Uh yeah, South African loving people. Uh, we are happy to be South Africans. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.